Now on Asian Pop Radio, here's your Korean news update. Korean news update. News and current affairs that matter to you. I'm Chance Dorlin with your Korean News Update, brought to you by Korea FM in association with the Korea Observer and Asian Pop Radio. For more independent news and talk radio podcasts, subscribe to the iTunes Store with your favorite podcast application or visit koreafm.net. China's foreign minister says a conflict over North Korea could break out at any moment. The AFP reports that as tensions soar with the U.S., Foreign Minister Wang Yi warns that there would be no winner in any war. Earlier, U.S. President Donald Trump sent an aircraft carrier-led strike group to the Korean Peninsula, followed by Thursday's dropping of the biggest non-nuclear bomb in America's arsenal on a complex used by the Islamic State in Afghanistan. The moves are seen as a sign to Pyongyang that Washington is not afraid to use force, with President Trump repeatedly saying he will prevent the DPRK from developing a nuclear-capable ballistic missile that could reach the U.S. mainland. The AFP also cites reports of activity at a North Korean nuclear test site leading up to the 105th anniversary of the birth of the country's founder, Kim Il-sung, noting that after being rattled by U.S. President Donald Trump's behavior, China has evolved into a tougher stance on North Korea, including a suspension of North Korean coal imports for the rest of 2017. Despite increased tensions in the area, U.S. Vice President Mike Pence will soon visit South Korea and Japan as part of his first official trip to the Asia-Pacific region. Reuters reports Vice President Pence will also travel to Indonesia, Australia, and Hawaii on a trip to discuss economic policies and underscore U.S. commitment to its allies. The U.S. Vice President is scheduled to arrive in Seoul Sunday, followed by Japan and other Asia-Pacific countries through April 24th. With such high tensions on the Korean Peninsula, it came as no surprise that the first question of the opening group debate for South Korean presidential hopefuls asked contenders to comment on signs that the U.S. might carry out a preemptive strike on North Korea. The Hankere reports all five candidates agreed that there should be no military clash, with some emphasizing the importance of preliminary deliberations, while others responded that such a strike was completely unacceptable. Liberal Minju Party candidate Moon Jae-in said he would, quote, call the American president to make clear that a unilateral preemptive strike by the U.S. without South Korea's consent was unacceptable and to put off the strike. Moderate People's Party candidate An Chul-su said that he would, quote, talk on the phone with the leaders of the U.S. and China and tell U.S. President Trump that there must be no war, asking Chinese President Xi Jinping to put pressure on North Korea. Despite diplomatic friction over Seoul's decision to deploy the U.S. THAAD anti-missile system, South Korean exports to China have risen. KBS World Radio reports March exports to China increased more than 7.3% from this time last year to 14.25 billion U.S. dollars. While South Korea's exports have ridden a five-month rise, Chinese exports to the ROK have also increased 13.7% on-year to 9.3 billion U.S. dollars. The improved trade figures come despite delayed customs clearance and product boycotts in response to the deployment of the THAAD system. While exports between the two countries have risen, Yonhap reports the number of Chinese passengers via Incheon International Airport in the first days of April have dropped 37% from last year. 
On March 15th, China reportedly banned travel agencies in the country from selling packages to the ROK, with cruises also discontinuing stopovers at South Korean ports. Current trends indicate the total number of visiting Chinese tourists could drop by half by the end of the year, compared to more than 8 million Chinese tourists to South Korea in 2016. And some South Korean civil servants can now leave work early once a month. KBS reports the Ministry of Personnel Management's new flexible work hour system was put into place in order to foster a culture of home and work balance, with employees leaving early at 4 p.m. by working two hours extra on another day. The system is designed for employees to take turns within a department in order to prevent whole units of workers leaving early on the same Friday. Subscribe to the Korea FM Talk Radio and News Podcast in iTunes or your favorite podcasting application. And for more news, talk radio, and independent music from the Korean Peninsula, visit koreafm.net. I'm Chance Dorland. This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. KoreaFM.net.